Greetings on this auspicious occasion. Tejas and Dinkar, sons of Jishnu Jagi Guha, cordially invite you to the wedding of the season. Join us on this episode where we discuss films based around weddings and draft them into four very special theme categories. Hope to see you there. RSVP by continuing to listen. And here comes the Nerdatorium. everybody welcome to a romantic episode of the notorium me geek fruit podcast my name is tejas with me is dinkar dinkar this romance is a bromance but it's not really about us what's about what we're going to be talking about in this episode my dog i do <laughs> understand what you're saying <laughs> very good we're talking about weddings we've been for a ton of weddings already this season uh, dinkar your sister is getting married she is yeah 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 that's insane and everyone listening is invited <laughs> So I, about no, so like three people. Yeah, I've got three tables. Yeah. <laughs> so this is great. Okay, it's a season full of weddings, and not just because you know we had the pandemic, and you know now suddenly everybody's like outdoors, and it's a great time, and everybody's celebrating and getting married. But it's also because pop culture is full of weddings. Why do you think that is? One is that it's always fun. Yeah. But the second thing is there's a lot of drama. It's a major life event. It's a major life event. It comes around hopefully only once mm-hmm. in a way. But if not also twice in a way is good. Mm-hmm. But I think that weddings just is an ensemble piece. Yeah. So there's lots of great character arcs happening. Everybody's got their own motivations. I told my parents at my brother's wedding, everyone at my brother's wedding thought that the wedding was about them except my brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> Because for everyone and possibly it was Yeah cuz it's such a you know in India it's like oh if when two people get married they don't get married their families get married right so it's a lot about that and it makes great fodder for movies and scripts and drama and comedy cause it does you get a bunch of people together you have high emotion you have high drama you have so much going on that there's room for hijinks there's if you so choose many to go hijinks. that way absolute hijinks you have reunions reunions you get um, you know uh, just people meeting after a very long time different characters are always like a crazy aunt or uncle it's great yeah it's so it's much awesome. potential amazing potential for drama and for comedy so we thought it would make a great episode to talk about some of our favorite and uh, you know just great movies that are centered or somewhat around weddings mm-hmm. and uh, how are we going to do this episode dinkar is We're going to do oh, it. Oh, I the... thought that was the question. Oh. How are we going to do this? How episode? are we going to do this? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to do it in the I'm draft system. Over here. It's a wedding draft. All right, the wedding draft, but it's a different. That wedding is draft. where you choose who you will wed. Well, you know, in <laughs> India we do have that custom. Uh, we have a swayamvar, uh-huh. which is the wedding draft. It's system. a wedding draft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that that is actually yeah, that's the knockout the, tournament. That's the auction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> But in our wedding draft episode, we're going to be doing in wedding style. It's not just going to be like, hey, pick four movies. We have categories for the yeah. draft. We have something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. All right. We're doing it in the Christian way. Is this the Christian way or the American way? I think it's an American thing. It's an American thing. It's not a Catholic or a Christian related. Now that I know of. Okay, cool. So we're doing it the American way because we're going to be talking about American movies. Are we? Are we going to talk about Bollywood movies? Well, I don't know too many. We could, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of them centered around. Oh, hundred percent. We have made an entire industry. 
Correct. Based on Karan Johar's terrible movies. On they're weddings. not centered around weddings. They're centered around. Come on. Oh, they're not. Well, they're centered around family drama. Yeah, they're family but dramas. Just, uh, you there know? is sometimes a wedding in the movie, but they're not based entirely on. Sometimes weddings. there's two or three weddings in the movie. What about like Kabhi Khushi, Kabhi Gham? Okay, let's knock out the Bollywood movies just before we get to uh, something. Old, uh, something based new. around weddings. Yeah, yeah. Come on. What about like a Hum Aapke Hain Kaun? Classic. That's, that that's is. A banger Set of a at movie. a wedding and ends with a wedding. Isn't that James Cameron style highest grossing film of all time? Wasn't Hamab Ke Hai Kaun like one of the highest grossing films Possibly. at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big deal at the time. Yeah, yeah. It and along with it, another very good wedding film in a lot of ways. Dilwale Dulhania Le Jayenge. Is it a good movie? Or is it a bit... I remember uh, it being really it fun b- at the time. I haven't watched it uh, recently because I, I haven't got to Maratha well Mandir. But I gotta be honest. Yeah, you're right. It closed, right? Finally. Maratha Mandir ha- What? No Yeah, the, didn't it close? The theatre's still around But the film The film might have Closed, right? I, After I mean, insanely wrong run I think they still run it So, well, it is still running As far as I know But, but not like any Interrupted spells, I suppose It's basically just An afternoon show When no one goes for movies A anyways, matinee so. Yeah, a matinee Dilwale Dulhania Le Jayenge I just want to say I think every scene in that movie Is pretty good mm-hmm. But there's some things Which are a little problematic Yeah? He's what a bit He's a bit He's a bit forceful With his Sure You know on the train uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think about that now I'm just like eh. Correct Yes you're right Everything sl- Was like oh, it'll, it'll slide Back mm. in the 90s But it really shouldn't have <laughs> It's a weird thing Everything else in that movie Is quite uh, I suppose I mean the way it goes Is that it's fine You know There's the scene Where he shows that Oh you know We, we totally had sex That night In Correct. Germany Or wherever yeah, they yeah, are yeah. And he's just obviously joking and she starts crying and it's weird. But he's just like, no, no, this is just a joke. <laughs> he, there was no consent given. It was totally fine. Hmm. So it's kind of weird. And it is, like, yeah. Not I, I, I think we will have this problem with most 90s movies, especially yeah. in, in Bollywood. Yeah, it's just a little forceful, man. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But otherwise, I think everyone is charming in that film. And it is around a wedding and it's great. The ending wedding, which is happening, mm-hmm. is great. Because he goes and introduces himself to her family through hijinks, hmm. uh, makes friends with her father, even though he doesn't really remember that he stole a 12-pack a of beer yeah, and all of that. It's still a good movie, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you forgive the... Yeah, f- misgivings of, of the characters in the beginning, I think it's still a good movie. Hmm. So that's Bollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two primary examples we could think of. I'm sure there's a lot more. There's Monsoon Wedding. That's a very good movie. It is a good movie. And it is set entirely your wedding, you're right. It is, in fact, it was on my list. Oh, was it? Well, because I googled wedding movies. Uh, okay, no, <laughs> I mean, that's how we all... But yeah, uh, a really good movie. Okay, mm-hmm. so, it's time to get to our draft system. Alright. We're going to start with something old. Okay. Let's what, go with... Define old. I don't know, something that didn't come out in the last five years. Okay. Maybe, Fair five enough. years is good yeah. as a mechanic for this. Yeah, let's go with uh, what's your something old? Father of the Bride. Okay. Was that your something old? Uh, no, actually, it was like something new. <laughs> <laughs> there but is it, a new Father of the Bride. Yeah. Right, right, right. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. that. But okay, let's go with your Father of the Bride. You tell me about that and I'll tell you about my something uh, old. A movie based very much around the mechanics of a wedding. Absolutely. The, the whole thing is about. Uh, exactly what we spoke about the hijinks. The hijinks, correct. Uh, yes. Steve Martin is basically just walking around going like. Oh, I've got to like pay for this and like I've got to deal with this and whatnot. That's kind of the comedy aspect of the movie. He's got to deal with a ridiculous wedding planner played by Martin Short. So good. With so the most good. wildly non-specific European accent I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, really funny. 
bunch of like great set piece type moments in there. But at the end of the day, a very sweet story about a dad watching his daughter grow up and get married and go. And is finding it hard to let go yeah. of her because he's a quintessential dad dad. You know, like right. you have to be good enough to marry my daughter. A lot of good uh, tropes you would find. I mean, can you call it tropes if they're just cliches of every family? <laughs> but they're nailed in this because Steve Martin is just a lovable guy, mm-hmm. but with an old school kind of you know, yeah. thing over his family. So yeah, I'd say that's a classic of the genre. Should I just quickly do my something new? Because we're talking about Father Correct. of the Bride. Give us your something new. So my something new is Father of the Bride. Mm-hmm. The new Father of the Bride. Tell us about this. It's a reboot. It's not anything, obviously it's, you can't, it's not a sequel because there is a sequel to Father of the Bride. Yeah. Which is also good. But Father of the Bride, the new Father of the Bride, which came out in 2021, stars Andy Garcia as the titular father right. and Adria Arjona from Andor fame now mm-hmm. she plays Bix in Andor she's the titular bride of Father and the Bride and this one is a slightly different take on it because the father's pride comes from the fact that he is an immigrant right. and that he built this family from scratch he mm-hmm. had nothing to his name and so that's where his real pride comes from and why he's unwilling to let go you know just a little bit and in classic sense, he meets the groom for the first time when she says that, oh, you know, I'm ready to marry this boy. You know, mm. And so that's where most of the hijinks ensue. Chloe Finneman from yeah. SNL plays the wedding planner. Right. And she's excellent. She's so good. She's hilarious. And she's playing a really like Gen Z almost type, like or a millennial trying to be like hip with it. It's really, really, really funny. And But I think uh, this movie really has to do with, you know, the whole Latinx culture, it's great nice. and it's, uh, and yeah, it's wonderful. I, I think, I didn't think, it, you know, it could be as good as that, but you know, there's more to say with this. Mm. And I think every 20 years you could make a father of the bride and still have something new to say about what fathers are like today giving right. away their daughters, you know. So it's Andy Garcia being just Andy Garcia at his best. Mm-hmm. He's funny in his crude, you know, like fatherly way, but just owns that role and everyone is uh, is excellent in this film. So yeah, it's a great watch and very timely. And I think it's it's just really good. Sounds so very good. And yeah, it sounds yeah. like it's very different. Because I suppose if you change the specifics of the wedding. Yeah, it is From different. like white family in the yeah. 90s to yeah. a Latin family in the present day. Yeah. Just almost everything about the movie changes. And the movie lives in the details anyway. Absolutely. Which... Brings to mind another very good use of weddings in pop culture, Mm. which is just showcasing different cultures, right? Like, it's the perfect way to just expose you to a completely different, like, 100% kind of people. And uh, because, yeah, a lot of it is rooted in the culture, in the culture, yeah, in like how they get married, even you know, like what type of wedding are we going to have? Is it going to be big? Is it going to be fat? You could have a (laughs) Greek, is it going to be Greek? Uh, that was going to uh, be on my something borrowed list. I know it's a movie that Jishnu loves, but uh, my big fat Greek wedding, I, as in. But um, in terms of my something old, mm-hmm. I was going to pick my best friend's wedding. Ah, also on my list. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yes, I, <laughs> I, I hadn't drafted them yet, but uh, yes. So that's my draft for something old. Fine. So my something old is Mere Yaar Ki Shadi Hai. Mere Yaar Ki Shadi Hai. Starring uh, Uday Chopra as Julia Roberts. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and, that is uh, true. Yeah. That is a complete uh, remake of this. I will say that it's a better movie, My Best Friend's Wedding, as my something old. It is a better movie than 
some of its contemporaries in the time, you know. Uh, Runway Bride, maybe. Yes, better than that. I think sure. it's de- definitely better because I think it's got a really good. I think it's got a message in the movie that is really still relevant. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it's a timeless message, and which Hollywood is known for. Because there's another movie which stars who's McDreamy. What's his name? Patrick Dempsey. Yes. And uh, Michelle Monaghan in. That is a bridesmaid, the the groomsman, something like the that. Bridesmaid. He's basically the, bride, the bridesmaid. Yeah, yeah he's his a best friend. Yeah, and he f- realizes too late that you know he's in love with his best friend. Correct. And while that's a happily ever after, my best friend's wedding, is maid a, of honor, maid of honor. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. In this movie, in my best friend's wedding, it's still a better use of this trope. Okay, there's a wedding happening, and Julia Roberts. Realizes that she has always had feelings for Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. And she tries to scuttle the entire thing by going in too late and being the best man or, you know, whatever. Or maid of honor. Mm -hmm. And she meets Cameron Diaz, who's absolutely lovely and has no reason. She's not a movie villain that, oh, somebody needs to tell this guy that she's marrying, that he's marrying the wrong girl. She's absolutely lovely. And every plan to ruin the wedding turns into an adorable moment to showcase the bride even more. And I think what happens in this movie is that Julia Roberts plays the perfect anti-hero villain type person. She's she's being say, an asshole in this Ahead movie. of its time, maybe in some ways, like it doesn't deal with these like very now cliched gender politics that uh, wedding movies back in the day would have to. Yeah. And you've got Julia Roberts playing basically a charming asshole, which is usually the domain for men yeah and has been for centuries and has been so, you know these women coming in here taking up our anti-heroes <laughs> Julia Roberts Taylor and Taylor Swift, Swift. <laughs> god damn it <laughs> you know I watched it again recently I think it was on television were we ah. watching it in a hotel room somewhere maybe when we were doing a show I was watching it recently man it's still great it's still it's a great very movie good. really holds up well this movie so good and Julia Roberts yo and Dermot Mulroney plays that quintessential hot best friend where you Correct. should have made a move on a long time ago, which you didn't. He is very good in that role. Yeah. He, there is this great, uh, apropos of nothing, there is a great SNL sketch from back in the uh, the 2010s era, mm. the Sudeikis uh, and Friends era, mm-hmm. called Dermot Mulroney or Dylan McDermott. <laughs> Dylan McDermott. <laughs> anyway, uh, that is a solid something old. That's a something old. Let's move on. What, okay. Did you have a something new? Uh, I do. Actually, I have another something new. Oh, give us a something new. Actually, I already spoke about Father of the Bride, but I have a really something new. Okay. It's a movie that came out last year called Plus One. Huh. Which is starring Maya Erskine, who wrote the film and has Jack Quaid in it. This is one of the best wedding movies I've seen in a long time. Really? Yeah. It's a kind of an indie movie. I mean, I loved it because it's reflecting my life right now a mm-hmm. lot, which is that I'm not a plus one at a wedding, but I would love one because I'm a single guy going to a ton of weddings these days because a lot of our friends are getting married. A lot of you guys aren't fucking serious relationships. So <laughs> a lot of it is going to these weddings. I love weddings. I want to be honest. It's pure serotonin when your best friends are getting married. But when they're like people who are not in your ultimate like perfect circle, but are having these amazing kind of times, you have no choice but reflect on your own life. And I know Mm. it's a very narcissistic, selfish thing to do, but you're in a place where you're seeing a lot of happiness because of a union between two people. And you can't help but feel like, oh, we're in our 30s now. Is it ever going to happen? And this is exactly the plot of this film. Where these two friends who have to go single to a lot of weddings decide to kind of just be each other's plus one Mm. and go for eight weddings in a calendar year. And over the course of that, realize that they are meant to be together. 
and it is beautiful. That sounds great. It is beautiful and it is awesome, and it's just so fresh. The comedy is so. It's our type of mm-hmm. fucking comedy, man. It's sounds just, like a classic rom com. It's a great rom com of this era. Like you know, where it doesn't feel like it's hitting the. It has the tropes of the rom com, where like there is a conflict, there's a resolution, but it's done in a very modern way. It's brilliant. I saw it last night because I was mm-hmm. looking for new movies to watch in the genre. And this came up as the genre of weddings. Yeah, the genre of weddings. Yeah, and it just spoke perfectly to my soul, and it made me cry a little bit. And mm. it was just brilliant, man. It was great because it's also about Jack Quaid, who's in this movie. His father is getting married, right. and at the age of seventy, to his third wife, and he's so against it. And his father wants him to be his best man, and he's against it. And it's just about coming around to your parents at the same time. accepting other cultures at the same time talking about what it means to be a 30 something getting married these days it's it was it was really good and it's mm-hmm. a quick watch it's 80 minutes long amazing brilliant brilliant sounds film. like a really good movie and i got to be honest maya erskine i don't know i've never seen her before mm-hmm. wow she is a revelation you know like what aquafina is being like this asian comedic woman in movies right dude This one will walk circles. And I love Aquafina, I'll be honest. Yeah. But she's so good and she's a brilliant dramatic actor and comedic actor and she's got such a unique voice right now. Mhm. Highly recommend. Nice. Plus one. Now ready. Plus one. Yes. Here's something new. Mhm. I submit that this might be considered a wedding film. It is a wedding film. Uh, I know which one you're going to talk about. What is it? Is it a science fiction film? It is. I know which one you're talking about. Palm Springs. Yes. I have it on my list. Correct. So is that you? Let's put that under something borrowed. It is something borrowed. Yes, because it is also not about the key <laughs> people at the wedding, the bride and the groom. Yes, it's about two guests who get stuck in a time loop. Absolutely, an interesting spin. A on nice the wedding spin film. on the wedding format, and a nice spin on science fiction and yeah. the whole infinite death situation. Correct. Yeah, tell us about this film. So basically, it stars Andy Samberg and Kristen Milioti mm. as guests who are stuck in a time loop while attending a friend's wedding in Palm Springs. So it is, in some ways, a rom com because it's basically about Andy Samberg and Kristen Milioti's characters getting together. Yeah, but it is obviously a science fiction film because it's a time loop, and it's got some like weird philosophical questions thrown into the middle. So it's a great mashup of various genres, mm-hmm. all packaged in a really fun light. movie at the right. end of the day i would say and it's got some deep kind of it's got some moments yeah it's yeah, got some substance, heavy moments yeah heavy yeah heavy moments especially with the third lead of this film played by jk simmons correct who's brilliant man like what a great use of him in a movie centered mostly about these two people oh man yeah. it's brilliant i love this movie it absolutely great really really good and both of them are stars mm-hmm. i love them both so yeah absolutely let me uh, venture something borrowed yeah in a movie not really about weddings but kind of has a bit about weddings in the same vein as palm springs is a movie called about time mm-hmm. starring domel gleason bill nye and uh, the queen of time travel rachel mcadam yeah rachel she McAdam. married the time traveler she married the time traveler and she has been the time traveler's wife correct have you seen the new time traveler's wife by no way? i have not It's supposed to be quite nice. It's a series, isn't it? HBO series, yeah, mm-hmm. on uh, HBO Max, yeah, and it's got. They're just uh, adapting the book again. Yeah. Okay. Which is good because that book is man, that book is tough, it's but um, but brilliant. But that's got another really great uh, wedding in it where his time traveler self, like he disappears and his, an older version of him comes yeah. to do the wedding. <laughs> it's great. But uh, I want to talk about about time. Is a beautiful film. 
kind of got a wedding in it. I don't know if it counts. So we'll see. We'll put it up on our wedding draft post right. and see what people think. But it's about Domhnall Gleeson inheriting his father's trait. Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> well, not Brendan Gleeson, but Bill Nye in this movie. Yeah, yeah. but well, inheriting his father's acting chops, he's great. Mm-hmm. But uh, inheriting Bill Nye's uh, character trait for kind of being able to move about in time, uh, randomly oh, so. Have you not okay. seen this movie? No, I have not. What are you saying? No. Oh, bro, this movie made me cry, man. Right. Actually... I'm gonna put this in my something blue. <laughs> I'm gonna put this in my something blue. Okay, okay. I'll I'll think of a new something borrowed. But in my something blue, this movie has to do with uh, a wedding. But it's mostly about uh, him trying to be with this girl, and uh, also him reckoning with his father and his life as a traveler. And oh man, it's great performances. It's Bill Nye being perfectly charming as usual. I highly recommend About Time. It's a blue. Something blue movie which features a, a nice wedding in it. Sounds interesting. But yeah, let's uh, hear your. We, we we got a something blue. We've got a something. We gotta go with a something borrowed now. How does something borrowed work? So I borrowed palm strings from you. Is that it? Why don't you borrow my big fat Greek wedding from Jaggi and tell us about it? Well, I haven't seen the movie. That's why I have to borrow it. Oh, you never have? Actually, it's weird. I I've seen it maybe once with my mum a long time ago. But can't I really think I also watched it a long time ago. I uh, okay, here's being my a here's my phenomenon. here's my something borrowed. Yes. Who are you borrowing it from? Jishnu. Okay. Okay, but I have seen this movie. It's Mamma Mia. Of course. Mamma Mia. Great movie. Um, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally, yeah, here we go again. Mamma Mia is based on the jukebox musical of the same name. It's the ABBA jukebox musical featuring great songs. It's called a juice box musical. Yeah, I would love a juice box right now. Best. But, um, yeah, Meryl Streep, Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth and uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Yo! What Greatest. is that? More like Meryl Streep uh, is fantastic and Colin Firth is amazing. What are you doing? And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to come up with like a wedding thing for them. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, yo, it's, it's, a great, it's a great setup. Stella is... Skarsgård. Please carry on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great setup because it's a single mom whose kid is finally getting married and wants to invite the father but doesn't know who he is. And it could be one of three people because her conception mm-hmm. happened at the same time she was with three different individuals. So it could be all three of them. And they all try and find out. They tied up very nicely at the end, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But the real thing about this movie is that it's ABBA songs on a Greek island with a great cast. That's the that's the love. That's line. really it. But it's a nice premise for a wedding film that you invite one of three potentially great dads mm-hmm. but they all have something to offer and that's what's so interesting about it and then you get Pierce Brosnan singing SOS my favorite ABBA song now Correct. after that movie <laughs> and yeah it's, it's, it's lovely it's lovely okay so what's your something borrowed because you borrowed it from me Palm Springs so that's yeah. something borrowed yes so let's talk about your something blue now that's a tough one because I didn't necessarily have something blue I was looking at Monsoon Wedding as my something blue but it's not really blue it ends it's, pretty yeah, it's Fine. like sad in some ways. Uh, but yeah, it's also like a celebration in a lot of ways. So, my something blue is uh, Kill Bill. <laughs> oh, wow. Everyone dies at the wedding. You can't tell me that's not sad. That is true. <laughs> Actually, the only time people die at a wedding is in The Punisher and... Uh, and The Red One. In The Red One and yeah. Kill Bill. And Kill Bill, yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. So, Kill Bill is based entirely on... Well, the character is called The Bride. So, you can't tell me it's not a wedding film. She's called The Bride. She's called The Bride. She's called The Bride. Wow, this is a offbeat one. It's an offbeat one. Yeah, but I like it. So, well, there are two. There's Kill Bill the first and Kill Bill Volume 2, of course. 
But the premise of the entire movie is that Uma Thurman plays the bride, a character mm-hmm. who is about to get married, but then has everyone, including her husband to be, has to watch them be murdered and is left for dead herself. Yep. But wakes up years later after a coma and uh, then decides to get revenge on everyone. And the rest of it is a revenge flick, essentially. A two-parter. A, a two-parter. A two-for. A Quentin Tarantino joint. He talks about how he wanted it to be like one five-hour movie. It sounds ridiculous to me. But that's so the Quentin Tarantino. It's a very tarantino thing. And weirder that he is, uh, in, well, in spite of him being a total weirdo, I'd say it's a very good movie in a lot of ways. Part one is basically like an all-out action flick that is uh, great in many ways. And part two gets weirdly philosophical in some parts. It is, yeah. You know, I'm not a huge QT fan, mm-hmm. but uh, I'd say these two You don't films, like me? Nice, very good. But no, these are not part of that. Like, I always see Kill Bill as a... Yes, it is a very quintessential Quentin Tarantino kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, they feel different from his regular fares. Like, Inglorious is got the drama. This one's got the action. Yeah. That is so stylized and went on, I suppose, to inspire like movies like this, like Sin City and... Absolutely. So, I definitely feel like these movies stand outside... His, you know, regular like, you know... Kill Bill kind of stands by itself in a lot of ways. Yeah. And it is chock-a-block with set pieces. It's basically a bunch of set pieces strung together and uh, with a starting and an end that kind of like just ties it all together. Yeah. So you've got like... The, there's the crazy 88 fight where uh, so Thurman squares off against a room full of 88 assassins. Ninjas. Yeah. Yeah. There's the Lucy Liu fight. Both of these are from Oof. the first one. Dude, these are hardcore, man. This movie's a hardcore movie. Yeah. This is... Less to do with weddings than I thought. <laughs> but it's She's an, called the bride. She's called the bride. I'll accept it. Yeah. It's fine. So, okay, we got to align this draft again. Okay, we're going to start from the top and just see what we want to... And I'm allowing the the right to shift a couple of movies in sure. and out. Since we've brought up some names. All right. In something old, we've got... I got My Best Friend's Wedding. My Best Friend's Wedding. And you've got... his Father of the Bride, the original. Damn, that's good. So now what I'm thinking is, I really... I might want to shift hmm. my best friend's wedding to a something blue. Really? Yeah, because she doesn't get what she wants in the end. But she realizes that, you know, the true wedding was the one she had inside her all along. Which is to what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Fair yeah, it, it's a, I mean, it's bittersweet, but it's such a sweet ending. It's not a... Yeah, but bittersweet is is a blue thing. It's blue. Yeah, I suppose it's blue. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm thinking I want to move it to that. Because I, I was just thinking about About Time. About Time is a great film and I okay. would highly recommend it. But it's not as... Wedding-y? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, it could be. So what's your other something old then? We need a new something old. We need a new uh, Father of the Bride too. <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, a wedding film. Okay. Though Martin Short is in it. Because you got to yeah, have it. Yeah, you, you can't um, do that. All right. Okay, cool. Then in that case... My something I'll get to my something So we got Okay for now If we keep it as is Then we got mm-hmm. a Father of the Bride This is a great draft Yeah Something new I'm gonna put in Plus one As my something new I think that's so the right one So we've got plus one Versus Palm Springs mm. Interesting Nice That's actually Both are bangers Okay so far this draft is great It's pretty great Hey that reminds me though you are a crazy Rechations fan. I have not seen the film. Ah, yes. And it's a wedding film, is it not? You didn't like it? I haven't seen it. What are you saying? Have you read the book? I've not read the book either. No. I've not read the book either. So okay. I have seen the movie though. Hmm. I just yes. don't like watching myself on screen. <laughs> <laughs> crazy Rechations is a great movie. It's a great mm-hmm. shout actually for... Something new? It's a great shout for something new, but I want to put plus one because it's so new and it's so underrated yeah. right now. I mean, I, I don't think people have 
seen it. Most people haven't seen it. Crazy Rich Asian was a huge hit. Kind of made John M. Chu's career. Right. So, I would say, so far so good. Mm-hmm. What about this something borrowed? I picked Mama Mia from uh, Jishnu. What was my something borrowed? Yeah, then? we got we to gotta get to oh, the bottom. Oh, I of- thought I was borrowing Palm Springs from you, but I am not. Borrow a movie. My Big Fat Greek Wedding? Yeah, but I haven't seen it either. I mean, I, oh, guess yeah, I, I saw it when it came out and yeah, I remember yeah. precious little of it. It can be where you pick from my list. Show us your list. Well, I had... Is Wedding Crashers on your list? Can I borrow it? Oh, it's not. But yeah, I suppose it could be. Who am I borrowing I, I just from had it? Father of the Bride, the new one. Ah, okay. Fine, I'll borrow that since you took it out of the consideration. And since we've spoken about it. Yeah. Okay, cool. I've borrowed it. You've borrowed it. That's I will great. give it back to you. No, that's fine. You, you've borrowed it. Yeah. And we need a something blue. In something blue, we've got... What do you have for your something blue? Kill Bill? Bill. (laughs) (laughs) It's so sad. (laughs) It is sad. There's no doubt about it. Okay, cool. Let me think about my something blue. I don't know. I feel like... Do something blue Is it that wedding movies movies always tend to be happy endings? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Do they Mm. have to be bittersweet? Uh, Like, it should be happy ending, but it should have an overall blue quality to it. Yeah. What would that be? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. There's no such thing as sad wedding movies, is there? There must be. What about four weddings and a funeral? Um, I mean, no. it ends so happily. Yeah. It's beautiful. And throughout, it's just like, it's bluish, I suppose. It's got like some sad moments, but it's a classic Rami. It is a classic Rami. Hmm. Okay, cool. Here's my final. This is technically not that, but I'm going to include it. Is it's, it not blue or is it not wedding? It's blue. Okay. It's blue and it's one part of it is wedding. Yes. It's love actually. Oh, of course. Because it's got one of the Multiple. most iconic yeah. scenes, which has been made fun of so much and cliched now. Mm-hmm. But it's got an iconic scene between the Walking Dead star, Andrew Lincoln, mm-hmm. going up to the girl of uh, his best friend, who he's been in love with for a long time, and kind of letting go of her. Doesn't in, speak to her. Yeah. Ever in the movie. He just used... No, he does. Does he? Yeah, of course. Okay. I'll tell you how... That's how he, she finds out that he loves her. Is because when he has to show off the wedding footage, it's all of her. And yeah. uh, he's so good in that. Because he just goes like, when she sees it, she kind of understands, oh my God, he's in love with me. Mm. And she just goes like, well, yeah, I guess that's kind of the long and short of it. <laughs> he just like walks away and she gets in. When he goes back to her house to kind of show the placards and like, mm. you know, say that, okay, cool, I love you. but I, it's, And then he just says the best thing ever, which I've internalized since I saw that. He's walking away and he just goes like, Enough now. Enough. <laughs> and he just walks away. So that is my pick for something blue. It's love mm. actually. And there's plenty of blue in that. Which is um, there's also the Emma Thompson arc. Which is sad. There's a lot of bittersweet there's, love there's stuff. There's blues in there of course. But the wedding blue stuff is definitely a big part of that film. Mm. And it's an iconic part. Even though it's small, it's iconic. Sure. Fair enough. I will give it to you. So did you... Uh, so Kill Bill is yours? Kill Bill versus Love Actually. This is a great the draft. match of the century. I love this draft. Oh, we're going to make a thing and put it up uh, with this episode. So let's see what people think of our draft. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll take it from there and see what people... We'll see who wins. Yeah. Then what? The categories compete with each other? Is that a thing? Yeah, no. We put it out to see who had a better draft and sure. who, who wins. Okay. And the draft system is chill. It's mm-hmm. so good. And especially as something old, something new. We had a we had a themed draft also, so this is great. <laughs> of course. Okay, cool. Let us know what you think. Those were our wedding films. And uh, if you have any others, let us know. Contact geekfood at gmail.com or find us on at geekfoodhq on Instagram. And may you have a wonderful life together with your <laughs> I don't know what else uh. to say. What do they say you may now? 
kiss the podcast. <laughs> I would say, no gifts, only blessings. Only blessings. And then you still bring a gift. Yeah. Give me the gifts. Is there something that screams, give me gifts, then no gifts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More like no cheap gifts. No cheap gifts. Bullshit. Only, good. only a, a Keurig or yeah. a Smeg toaster. Uh-huh. All right, that's our episode. See you at the wedding, you nerds. This was an episode of The Nerdatorium, a geek food podcast hosted by me, Tejas, and Dinkar. Recorded at Island City Studios in Mumbai. Recorded by audio engineer Harsh Desai. Produced by Lakshman Parasaram. This was a Made in India production. <laughs>